You go to bed, you're a bit tired, you have been flying, and you wake up in the middle of the night, and since there's no windows, it is pitch black. And I mean, it's really, really black. <laughs> and it's deafeningly silent, <laughs> because it's, everything is totally insulated. It, you might think, have I died? <laughs> I'll, I'll do. Bruno, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for the time, but um, yeah, and I think we're going to have an interesting conversation. We're at a hotel with today. Yeah. And I guess um, just to like frame, you know, my interest in in this and like where I thought we we could talk about really was um, this um, concept of, you know, guest experience within uh, within hotels. A lot of the people that, you know, in my audience are probably going to listen to this work in commercial real estate, uh, probably interested in offices, multi um, purpose, yeah, purpose buildings. Exactly. Um, at the moment, there's a lot of conversation around tenant experience. So there's a lot more thought about how we can develop offices with, you know, that human kind of uh, centric design with the user, ex- putting the user um, experience front and center. I thought, well, clearly you've been doing this in hotels for a long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, this, this particular property was, was being renovated back in 2015-16 and uh, our owner thought that we'd put, down, uh, put in a hotel at the, at the cellar level so it's no windows and uh, it is a, it's a way, of course, of increasing the, the revenue on square meter and also as a service for the other tenants to, because there's a lot of high-tech companies in the building so they usually have a lot of consultants. It's pre-COVID, of course. Mm-hmm coming in and they need somewhere to stay and uh, so th- this hotel was conceptualized and, and the thing is in order to build it in a relatively short time uh, during the time span they decided to to and also from a cost benefit point of view all the rooms were manufactured in finland uh, actually 86 rooms out of 106 rooms so it's most of the rooms were, were bought brought in here and actually moved into place and put on uh, kind of small pillars on top of the floor and there's a lot of benefits with that Part, partly of course it's very quick because you can have an industrial production of the rooms mm. and also the fitting into the, to the actual location is very convenient and as an added benefit you get isolation from sound you get automatic uh, fire cell building so it means the fire department is very happy about this hotel because mm. there is no way or at least very very re- difficult to get the fire to spread from one room to another because every room is in its own fire cell and of course every room has a sprinkler so there's, a, there's an added benefit to that mm-hmm. and also uh, it gave us the opportunity to put in a lot of nice technology in the rooms mm-hmm. because we put in of course the multimedia system in every room uh, we have a wifey uh, very high quality wifey of the, of every room has at least 120 megabit connection uh, and then, of course, having put in all these high-tech rooms with nice materials, high-quality uh, fabric in all the, uh, the furnitures and stuff, uh, we wanted also to make something very interesting for the guests. Since we have no windows, everything else needs to be top-notch. Right, exactly, yeah. So, so it's, it's 106 rooms yeah. in the, on the basement um, level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as you said, I think it's just a great example also of sweating the asset essentially mm. haven't you right so this multi um laid building here so offices yeah. uh some uh, retail yeah. restaurant and now we have the and then obviously the hotel as well yeah. so uh, what the 
in order to have all these, then also we have a normal front desk, uh, and since it was rather all the most most of the companies are high tech, new companies, modern companies, and uh, we also wanted to be very high tech in our uh, approach to the hotel. So we have see we have a lot. I think we have almost hundred TV channels on our our uh, TVs. We have nice Wi-Fi. We have uh, also self-check-in systems and this is one of the things that we had the experience that we started with a lot of plan to have three or four self-check-in because we thought people they might just come and they just enter their name and they can make their own key and they just go down to the room mm. but from experience later on we realized that uh, when you actually check in you like to speak to someone mm. like actually you want to meet the person so the front test became uh, very important uh, from the beginning, we thought maybe it should be more like an automatic hotel kind of mm. thing, high tech. But most guests, they want to speak. So even if they have the choice between going to the self-service check-in or go to the front desk, mm. they will tend to go to the check-in. So they, they met with our reception, which which gave us an opportunity to provide a nice guest experience. Yeah, you can greet them and. Uh, as time went by, we actually reduced the number of self check-ins. So now we only have one, and that is mostly used by regulars. We have a lot of regulars, almost 30% of, of between 20 and 30% uh, normal weekdays and normal times uh, are returning visitors. Right, and that makes sense, right? Because I guess it's a lot exactly. of the, the offices, exactly. right? Yeah. And once you have, if you, if you fly from the states and you come here, and you have a meeting the next day, we're smack in the middle of city. Mm. Uh, you have rooms that are super quiet. They actually have studio quality. Our, uh, all our rooms are classified as studio class A or something. Very, very high soundproofing. So if you fly in, you want to have one night's good sleep, come up in the morning, have your meeting, mm. and possibly fly back mm. to the States. So th- we have regulars that come maybe once a month, or twice a month, and they, they have elected to, to use the hotel as their base in Stockholm. And they, of course, if they're in a hurry, they, they know the hotel, they know everything. They don't have to be informed about where the breakfast is and stuff. So they can use the self-check-in. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Though. It's, like, it's really about choice, isn't yeah. it? So you've got, uh, you've got the one experience of like exactly the, self, the self-check-in, self-check-in, but also um, if you want that more kind of personal experience, yeah. you, that's available as well. Yes. And actually, I think it's quite a unique um, check-in desk that you have, right? Because it's right by the coffee yeah. shop. yeah. Um, almost integrated into... It's integrated into yeah. the other... So we, we, we both have a coffee shop, restaurant, and a self-service uh, supermarket or a quick shop. You can actually yeah. buy your, your meals or buy room. So it's uh, it's a very... And also it's slightly different from a lot of other hotels because this is a normal restaurant. So weekdays, they're open late, and there's always people here. There's a pulse. There is life. Mm. And if you are... The most boring thing, I mean, you're probably aware of, if you, if you go traveling for business somewhere in a new city and you end up in a hotel somewhere, even if it's a nice hotel, whatever, if you come back, if you come in late at night at 11, 11.30, it's kind of dead. Maybe the bar is open, uh, there's some music in the background, but there's really no life. There's no normal, you know, continuous bus in the air. There's no people eating. There's no conversations going on. Here is always nice, and this is that we have feedback because we regularly, of course, do sure. feedback from our guests, and they say there that when they get here, they feel that they they are inside the pulse of the life of the city, so they enjoy it, and then we come up in the morning, they have breakfast, and there is other people from outside coming and having breakfast, also people in the in the building, that sometimes come down and have breakfast, so that's one of the experience things that you you don't want to have. 
it's kind of boring if you go into a hotel and it's it's dead. Right. So that communal area exactly. is truly communal. It's truly. You've got people coming, coming in shopping. Yeah. You've got people from the offices. Taking a coffee, coffee right. meeting, having a, you know mm. people with with. Uh, uh, there's all kinds of, of business meeting, uh, all kinds of, of, of uh, uh, age groups that come in here. Sometimes they have groups of people coming for lunch. Sometimes there are people just having coffee. So it's it's a inviting environment, mm. uh, which is not always the case with, with hotels as such. Yeah, definitely not. No. And then as you, I mean, you can see where we are here. Mm. Um, basically, we're on the basement level. So you come down these stairs behind yeah. us, uh, enter the hotel. I mean, then, I mean, it's interesting then about, you've mentioned a bit about it, right? You know, the each room. Um, mm. But I guess there must be some technical issues as well with okay. being yes, in a basement. Yes. Okay, and then how you how you get around that. Well, uh, I came into the, so I said the hotel started plan, being planned in 2015, 2016. And I came in uh, at the time when, when some of the rooms were actually in place and they were starting looking at the technical uh, challenges. Like, for instance, your, your cell phone. Normally, when you go into the basement anywhere with a, with a modern building with concrete and, and uh, reinforced concrete, the di- it dies, the signal dies. Mm. So normally, you wouldn't have any coverage of your normal phone. So in that case, I, I help them then to set up uh, repeater transmitters from all the, the major operators. So we have excellent, <laughs> excellent 4G reception everywhere inside the, uh, the thing. So that's, that's one of the things that we have to think about, that if you are going to develop and use areas that are normally not used, there are some issues you have to think about. Like, you have to have reinforced uh, uh, transmissions of the, of the 4G, and also the Wi-Fi, the same, Wi-Fi, the same thing there. You, you need to set up a lot of Wi-Fi nodes to make sure that every room has a top-notch quality. Because that's also something that is a guest experience. If you're a guest in, in many places, you might, you know, there's a, you get a the Wi-Fi name and a, a password. And then you go to your room and you have maybe not that good. And then they, you call the, the front desk and they say, hey, you can switch it to another room. You have, you have better reception. And I said, that, I will not have that in this hotel. So we have something almost like 30 Wi-Fi nodes, high-speed nodes. So you can actually start looking at the Netflix film in your room. You can go out to the corridor, go all the way up to breakfast, and you can still watch the same thing. It's automatic handover between the different cell nodes. This is also something you really have to think about, that, that you have a nice coverage of the, of the Wi-Fi. And also, no password. Because, and the people tell me, well, but if someone else comes in and just have a coffee and start using your, your Wi-Fi, I say, yeah, go ahead. But you will run out. No, no, I just make more, get more bandwidth from the, from the operator. Okay. And I said, well, if we have one gigabit, the odds are that it's never going to happen that we have that many people watching that much video at the same time that we will actually end up and using all the whole gigabit, right? And it's actually never happened, even though we had companies that are in, in uh, the media industry renting the whole place and the restaurants and everything and having a lot of events going on. They've never run out of juice in the, in the bandwidth section. Right, and I mean, again, it ties into the experience. Like yeah. I've been in hotels where they now say, okay, well, you can only have one or two <laughs> devices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but again, like here... Everything, you can add anything. And, and, and uh, because today... The, the, the cost, and it's also some, some hotels actually try to charge more. You have to pay more to get more megabit, mm-hmm. or you have to pay less. And, then, and all of that just creates irritation. Mm. Uh, so when, we, when people come in and say, oh, what's the password? There is no password. You will find the SSID, it's hotel, but you just click on it, and it will run. Oh, what about security? There is not a problem. Every single user 
because the, the system we have is isolates you from all the other ones, so no one can eavesdrop on anyone else or everything. So this is also a way of providing safety. And if there is really specific need, like we have sometimes uh, lawyers and people doing legal stuff, they say that we, I need to have a wire, I need to have an Ethernet cable. I said, yeah, sir, in your room there is a, a Cat5 outlet, you can get one gigabit, your own cable, nothing over Wi-Fi. Okay. Oh, excellent, they said, yeah. because a lot, of po- uh, a lot of places don't have that. So again, about choice. Choice. Offering, you can offering, have the, yeah. yeah, you can use your cable, you can use your Wi-Fi, it's your choice. And it's no That's problem. And then, as, as we've already said, like, we're on the basement level, yeah. no windows. Does that kind of almost mean that you've tried extra hard with the, you know, with the user experience? Has yeah. that made you work more on, like, the concept within, within each room? Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely true. I mean, there is, we have one drawback, and that's the first sentence a lot of the, the advertising we do. It says, you will not be disturbed by sunlight when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> So people actually are, are sure that there is no, that they know that there is no window. So we have put a lot of effort in making the environment, like we have always exhibitions uh, from the Fotografiska Museum, the museum here in Stockholm. So we have nice pictures on the wall. We have a custom-made carpet that actually is, is uh, very, very custom-made for the corridor. So all the rooms and, and the colors actually are repeated in the carpets. Uh, the whole... The whole sound experience, also the inside the room, the, the bed linen and everything is, is really, really high quality because if you have one thing that is not available, you make sure that everything else is top available. And our, our staff, of course, is our, our prime asset. I mean, the front desk is 24-7, uh, except now with the COVID, of course, but normally it's 24-7 and means that you can call them and they can help you with almost anything. Everything from the normal services like taxi, but they can also help you find find out stuff about Stockholm where you need to go. So we have a very high service level. And if we also have customers or guests that, that come in and they they expect to have uh, visiting friends. They can, we can help them to book room table at the restaurants. We can have deliveries being delivered to their room from, from DHL. And, and if they have stuff come or sometimes we also have guess that needs to get some equipment in beforehand so they actually have uh, their stuff coming here and then we have to wait after a week they come and then we have set up everything in the room same with the with the luggage uh, they can drop the log- luggage and we'll help them and make sure that the luggage is in their room after at the, at the time when they check in so it's it's really important to, to and we have noticed that it's it's this is one of the reasons that we only need to have one automatic station because even though you're a regular they like to go they know all the if they're here once a month or twice a month for a year they have become you know have personal relations with the they, they know the guys and girls that are behind the front desk so they say oh hi Oscar how are you doing and they you greet them back and here's your coffee <laughs> they know that they need a coffee all the regulars get free coffee and this type of experience is some it's a, it's a notch above the normal, uh, exactly. even if they have you know, yeah. regular customers in other hotels, since you know, as soon as one of them sees one of the regulars coming in, they provide a coffee for them. And when they get to the desk, they say, I'll take your, your bag, you know, here's the coffee, good luck with your meeting. And that's something that they really, really appreciate. Absolutely. And you said, I think you told me that the strap line for the hotel is yeah. lean luxury. Lean luxury. Yeah. So it's, it's a question of not luxury for the sake of luxury, but luxury for the sake of, of keeping your your... It's the, the rooms are not huge. I mean, it's not like you have an extra room or, or extra sofas and tables and stuff. But that's not really important. The important thing is that whatever you have, 
is of the highest quality, basically. And that even um, extends as far as like the environmental controls yeah. as well, right? Yeah. So, um, like in terms of um, how do you handle things like well, the HVAC and the yeah, the, one of the, the the major things that we, of course, when we started planning, it was that what happens in the middle of the night? We have no windows. You go to bed, you're a bit tired, you have been flying, and you wake up in the middle of the night, and since there is no windows, it is pitch black. And I mean, it's really, really black. <laughs> and it's deafeningly silent, <laughs> because it's, everything is totally insulated. It, you might think, have I died? <laughs> but people Sometimes. actually... So we, we figured out that it needs to be... And there is also some legal regulations, so you need to have a, a, a fluorescent kind of uh, green thing that shows you where the door is. Uh, exit emergency, emergency thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we don't want to have a light, so we have this thing that is actually charged by light. So it starts fading when it gets dark, but it's always slightly visible. But the thing is, as soon as you put your foot down from the bed, there's a sensor. So it lights up. Uh, underneath the bed, it lights a LED, LED list, so you actually you can see the floor, because you might need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you wake up in the morning and the night, and, you just, oh, what? and then as soon as you move out your foot and you put it on the floor... You will light up this thing and you will see, ah, that's the bed, that's the bathroom, and I can go this way and I go back. And then when you go back to bed, automatically after two minutes shuts off. So you don't even have to look for any light switches or anything. You can, of course, but as soon as you put your foot down, you can see the light switch on the side of the bed. You can turn it on. But when you wake up and if you have been traveling, you are tired. So you might actually not you know, be able to focus where you are. But as soon as you put your foot down, you will be able to orient yourself. And a good example of attention to detail. Yeah. So it's uh, and there is a other all the lights are dimmable, so you can actually have you know reading lights or a softer light if you want to do, do some late night reading. Mm. Uh, the TV, as I said, we have many many channels in many many languages, different languages. Uh, there is also a multimedia system by which you can you could uh, use your phone and you can cast your your uh, videos or pictures you have been taking during the day maybe and look at it. There's some information on, on what's happening in the hotel, when the times for the breakfast and things like that. So it's uh, there's uh, uh, and all of these things, of course, needs to be taken care of. Another another thing that you know, people will start saying, well, it's in the cellar, maybe security. Will people feel comfortable going in down? And it's totally it's no windows, and you go long 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 corridors. We have three long corridors, uh, and from a security point of view. If you're a bit scared or afraid or you don't really know, and there are thick doors, if someone knocks on the door, do you really know who it is and why it is? So we put up, of course, surveillance CCTV in all the mm, corridors. Right, yeah, of course. So in the, in the reception, we can see what's happening in the corridors, if there's something going on, if, if someone actually came home a bit late and maybe had a drink or two too many and might not be able to find his room or things yeah. like that. And it's, then we can, we can help them down, we can go down and, and sort things out. And there's access control, of course. Yeah, of course, we have with the card, yeah. So it's a card-based access control, and and the card system is also, this is one of the reasons we can have self-check-in. And also as a contrast to experience point, from the experience point of view is that normally when you have self-check-in, because there there are other self-check-ins, you need need normally to have an electronic ticket number or voucher number or something to actually be able to log in. Like a booking reference. A booking reference or things. And you might not have that. And even your phone, they say, well, I have it in my phone, but it died in the flight. <laughs> mm. So you get into the hotel and you can't, you, know, you can't get hold of your number. But in our system, you just have to put in your first name and the second name. 
And then, of course, the manufacturers of the booking system said, but Bruno, we can't do that because what if two Anders Andersson comes in and they have both booked? And So if that happens, you just put up and say, please go to the front desk. And I promise you, if it happens more than once a year, I will buy you a cake. <laughs> and of course, it's never happened. It's yeah. never happened that you actually have two with the same name booking the same day. <laughs> it's highly unlikely. Yeah. But then so, so I said, you have to fix it in your system that if there are two, please just put up a sign, go to the front desk. And otherwise they thought it was a brilliant idea. I think, I think we can sell this to other hotels. Of course you can, because it's, it's self-evident. You as a technology person, you think of it, we have the reference number. I think of the guest experience. What do I know? I know my first name. I know my second, my, my family name. Oh, so I put it in. If I get my room number, I, th I would think it's really nice. So it's been, a, it's been a good experience, and people really like that when they do that. Mm, Mentioned as well about, and again, this is something that's a hot topic at the moment, air quality, for yeah. obvious reasons, with COVID. Mm. That's something you take quite seriously here as well. As especially, I mean, uh, and we were lucky in, in the way that we built the rooms, as I said, pre-built rooms and they are shipped here. It means that every room has its own uh, kind of ventilation system and it's connected to the central ventilation system, which is of a very, very high quality. And as I said before, we have no windows, so we make sure everything else is absolutely top-notch. So in our case, we have no communication between the rooms, so it's not kind of a, a shared uh, air going around in the rooms. So the air actually comes from the roof and it's sucked down and it's used very, very, it's filtered highly filtered and then it's put out into the rooms and the exhaust uh, when we suck out uh, the used air it goes up so there's no mixing of air so it's a very very high air quality mm. and this is something that we did just because we wanted to have a good guest experience now it's of course an added benefit that we can tell our guests that there's no there's no mixing of air or any type of stuff. so it's very very high quality of air and also the the turnaround rate of the air uh, the air quality i mean it's it's being Replenished, replenished many, many more times than, than the legal requirements. So it's always fresh air, and we have a thermostat so you can set your own temperature in the room. So it's really very individual as well. As well. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, and um, do you do anything with them, um, like on a mobile level as well? Do you, do you have... Uh this is also one of the... We planned, and we started to have maybe an, our own app. Everyone wanted to have their own apps in 2010. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so yeah, there was a big uh, rush for apps, and I said, "No, no, no, hang on." Uh, from a user experience point of view, if I said, well, "What, do, what, what's in, what does it entitle?" Entitles that the guest must download, go into the app store, whatever, if it's Android or iOS, download an app, and then in the app you can actually get, uh, maybe you can have your key, and and so, and I asked, "Why?" Well, it's convenient. Well, could it be more convenient than go to a machine, type in your first and last name, and then you can go to your room? Oh, but with an app, you can actually just, you don't even have to do that. You can go to the, the room and just hold your phone up, and it will open the door. Yeah, but what happens if the, it doesn't work? Then it still have to go up, and I promise you, it will not work 100%. <laughs> the only thing that works 100% is I know my name, I know my second yeah. name. Everything else involving technology will have hiccups, even if this is one of the reasons I don't want to have password and said so why don't you want to have a password because about 1.5 to 2 percent of all the phones in the world uh, are probably old enough to have the wrong uh, ethernet stack in the bottom so they will have problems like there are some very old lg telephones and if a client comes in with it or guest comes in with that phone 
and he can't log in because the password system doesn't work or it drops out after 13 minutes, like it sometimes does. So the whole is an issue of technology as well. So we cannot guarantee that it works for 100% of all the phones. Right, yeah, yeah. But if you have no password, then it will work 100%. If the, if the phone has Wi-Fi, it will work. <laughs> Some good, great point there about like mobile apps. Like, I think almost, especially now, right, 2021, like there is app fatigue, I think, is like a real thing. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and if you... You know, I feel it sometimes. You use that. You don't always want to have to invest in like no, no. more re- more retail space in your phone for another app, right? The, and the best thing is that with the normal modern web browsers, you can do everything, almost everything, with the, with web browser and the responsive website that is made for an, for the size of the screen. There's very very few occasions I have a lot of clients that have different needs and they always say, well, I have a special need. I need to have a local database stored in the phone. Well, you can do that with a normal web page because even a normal web can nowadays ask the phone to store some data. Mm, okay. So you don't need to have a specific app for it. So there are, yes, there are some specific cases when you, there is a benefit of having an app. But today I would say for 90% of all the uses, especially for this type of hospitality type things and if you want to be... a customer experience thing, it probably creates more problems and has less benefit to use an app than instead doing a very nice uh, website that is graphically perfect for a, for a phone size. If you do that right, you will have a lot less maintenance costs because to maintain an app with every generation of operating system for all the machines and the phones, you will have to remake or recode your app. But with a web page, it's a web page, and you can use it both for a screen and for the for the large screen and for it's small responsive. Yeah, it's yeah. automatically responsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you can st- you can put more money in the content of the experience rather than having to to work out all the technical kinks in the different app types. And what type of feedback do you get? I mean, you obviously do collect <coughs> that, right? Customer feedback. I mean, yeah. what do they what do they tell you about you know what what work what works, what they like, what, yeah. what perhaps they don't like? Well. The, the clearest thing that came out after we started the, the uh, open the hotel and we started getting the first feedbacks, of course, the, uh, to our surprise, well, not surprise, but I mean, we, we were, we were uh, intrigued that the, the personal experience, the, the actual people interaction, interaction in, in, in the, on the front desk was the thing that they enjoyed the most. And of course, then it started with uh, nice uh, linen, uh, super quiet rooms they really appreciate especially people that have you know sometimes difficulty falling asleep and if you go to a room that is so quiet so you can almost well, actually one guest came up and said well I, I really don't like that your rooms are too quiet I can hear my own pulse I can hear my heartbeat and I can't fall asleep because I can hear my heart do you have a noise generator <laughs> and I told her yeah sure I can help you so I put in a noise generator on the on the phone with a speaker so yeah. you, can, you can put it on the floor and it gives you a slight you know kind of noisy like yeah. in the background and say oh that's great because you know it's so quiet I, when, I, when I lay down I can hear do do and, and I thought, what's that? And then I realized, it's my heart. I said, yeah, well, I'm sorry about that. It's, it's a bit quiet, yes, but we can, we can fix that. It's, it's a nice, nice thing. So these, these things are, are really appreciated. And also, uh, simple things like the breakfast buffet, uh, which is uh, kudos to, to Urbandele, the restaurant part here. 
makes a very very nice buffet and and this is also something that it's since it's a very nice environment a normal traditional hotel buffet is more or less well we have to provide something to eat for the guests in the morning right. so we just put up a big table and we have some stuff here and but, but since this is a restaurant and they're used to to giving the, the customer an experience so they actually they, they make an effort to make sure that it's really nice and enticing and it looks and also other people are from outside coming in having breakfast because so it becomes more of a true restaurant experience yeah and it's like a symbiotic relationship exactly. there as well you're you're providing them with uh, customers and yeah. like you know obviously i mean it's a well-known restaurant here yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in stockholm and like it's got a good reputation and also they get they the, the guests here say well i might just just as well have uh, some of my business colleagues having a dinner here at mm. night because it's very convenient for me because I have I go down and sleep when I finish and I fly home in the morning it's perfect mm. so it's uh, it's it's a good so since they also focus very much on environment and on guest experience and this is also our our thing we have a very good collaboration mm. I guess also one question I'm interested in like if you were to say you know a couple of things to three things to you know someone who uh, owns operates an office building what would be your advice to them about tenant experience? How can they improve you know, the, the experience of, of people that are using that environment? Well, if possible, there are, I mean, a, there are two choices you can make here. You can either try to provide as much technology as possible to make a tenant happy. This is one thing. But I think mostly, most important is provide them with, a, with interactive person actual person like here for instance all the tenants here have, have a receptionist down at the ground level here mm-hmm. so when people come in and they they, they are supposed to go to wo- floor five floor eight or whatever they meet the company and they're not really sure where to go whatever there is a receptionist and says oh, i'm meeting someone at this and this company so oh you go down there take the elevator up to the third floor these type of things it sounds very simple but it's 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 a crucial positive experience for for the tenants because they know that when guests are coming to them they're always greeted with someone that is helpful and smiling mm. and then it's of course always nice to have you know nice signage system that does automatically updates for the conference rooms or, and stuff like that but that's more kind of like hygiene factor mm. you make you have to make sure that your technology uh, not only is good but it's also it's you can have top-notch things that are too complicated to use like for instance uh, they, we started here to have a very complicated booking system for the conference rooms. Mm-hmm. You had to almost be an engineer to be able to find out how do I have to go into a website and you have to find out where. And instead, we said, well, we'll scrap all that. You just call the reception and say, could you book for it? And she books it, it's fine. <laughs> That's really interesting. Because this, sometimes you overcomplicate things by doing it what you think is, yeah. is, is effective and automatic. What would happen in a situation where maybe, I mean, does the desk reception closes at some point if they yeah. wanted to book a meeting room in night, is at night yeah. an alternative well we can always send the mail and of course uh, there is also communication possible with mail and sms or uh, in our case we have uh, for the hotel guests and auto our services it's 24 7 mm. so it's a night uh, night yeah, yeah, yeah so there's not a not a problem but but from a, from a tenant and building perspective it, it's it, probably you can have an automatic system but you would find out sooner or later that people will still call a receptionist. The same thing with our book, uh, uh, our uh, check-in thing. We had, you know, four check-in stations. And then we found out we only need one. <laughs> because three out of four people that came in still went to the front desk because they want to have this human interaction. Right? 
So that's that's one. Thing. Make sure that the technology you have is is should be the top top technology, but it could also be uh, easy to use and try to provide human interaction into your your uh, business model In, into that mix, yeah, into right? mix. yeah so it's, it's um, technology where where it adds value yeah with that kind of ex- human interaction, human interaction yeah. experience as well yeah. yeah no i think it's fascinating and as i said like i think whilst it's becoming a uh, uh, more of more of an it, not issue but like a topic right yeah. within yeah. commercial real yeah. estate like i think people shouldn't forget that like exactly it needs to be it needs to be a, a mix of of things if they really want to truly think about the user experience some of this is driven by cost right you know? yeah of course i yeah. mean like for instance you can also think we have been discussing whether it could uh, possibly have an automatic dispensary system for ready-made salads Mm-hmm. So let's for instance, restaurant closes, of course, mm-hmm. because it's not like the reception for the for the hotel is twenty four seven, but the restaurant closes, and maybe we should have some kind of automated system by with refrigerated area where you have ten or fifteen salads. If you come in late at night, you you might be able to say, well, I'd like to salad. So then the receptionist at our hotel could say, well, I'll go to the system and just mm-hmm. press number fourteen, and I put it up on your tab. That that could be one way mm-hmm. to do things, and so there is a, there are there are things that you could possibly develop and get an even better user experience. Yeah, and, an, and also an opportunity yeah, to, yeah, add, to to add, upsell exactly as well. Exactly, upsell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's great, and um, I've seen that in in a few offices as yeah. well. Like they've uh, companies starting to um, you know in the office area. Yeah, they have provide like beverages snacks and, and light snacks. Yeah, 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 which I think is is um, adds adds a lot of value. Um, yeah. Now, even small things like offering like a really good cup of coffee. Yeah, I we know have. It sounds there, there, small, but there is one thing that we actually we are doing now in the hotel. We are actually providing uh, to the people in the house massage. We have one of the rooms being converted to um, for a masseuse, and you can book at our front desk. Uh, because if you work in these, you know, especially with high tech companies, they sit at the desk and they do a lot of working, mm-hmm. and they get you know shoulders are sore or whatever and then they know oh i can just go down to the and book you know half an hour 45 minutes neck massage they come down here so we have actually been able you know, during covid times to get some revenue for some of the rooms because they are converted to to uh, medical uh, with medical bed and you can actually do Absolutely. that so, yeah. like a good example of adapting yeah. to the situation exactly yeah no i think it's fascinating really appreciate you taking the time today problem. yeah fascinating and um yeah, obviously we wish wish you well with this uh, this project, and um, I'm sure it's going to uh, continue to be yeah like more a, hotels, open yeah. more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers.